Hello, hello, and welcome back to Intentional Sounding. It is the Draw Play Podcast. I am your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio, and yes, we apologize for being away for two weeks. I got a little bit ill, didn't feel like myself, and then I just didn't want to record because you don't really want to record when you feel bad and you can't really talk and you don't want to get out of bed and you, you have other stuff to do. And, you know, there was nothing really important happening anyway. It's not like free agency had started or anything like that. So it's, it's not like we were missing anything. And it's not like you were missing anything, really. I mean, let's be perfectly honest. Free agency happened. But we were still going to go on a tangent about anime or some shit That's for true. 20 minutes. Yeah, you, so you really were not It really out. doesn't matter. Anyway, with me as always is my co-host, partner in crime, Sam Grezis, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love Anime. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Yo, they just dropped the uh, the trailers for seasons two and three of FLCL, so I'm like, I'm fucking juice what the that. fuck is that flcl fully cooly it's like it's like everyone's nerdy friend's favorite anime everyone's like nerdy friend who doesn't really like that much anime uh it's like they like cowboy bebop they like trigun and they like flcl because that was the shit that was on on toonami back in the mid 2000s flcl is about a uh high school boy who grows a horn out of his head, and a, a girl with pink hair and a Vespa with a sticker that says P! exclamation point on it, who also plays the guitar or bass. I can't remember if it was a guitar or bass. Um, and they have a robot friend with a TV for a head. Okay. And the soundtrack um, is by an indie band from Japan who is very, very good. Uh, so um, I know a lot of people who don't like anime, including myself, uh-huh. who don't have ever heard of this. I've never heard of this in my entire life. Like, mm-hmm. I know Cowboy Bebop. Mm-hmm. I feel like the anime shows that people who don't like anime actually enjoy are Cowboy Bebop, mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Z, because they were children, yeah, and One Punch Man. Oh, and I yeah, One admit, Punch Man, for sure, I, yeah. I pulled up one punch man on netflix once and i watched it and it's actually thoroughly enjoyable if if you don't like anime and think anime is stupid one punch man is worth watching it's really funny my thing my thing about people who say they don't like anime i i I, is that they're right and you're jealous well no, no 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 i mean it's it's like saying you don't like cartoons Right. Like the only reason I would I would accept for someone like painting with such a broad stroke and being like, I don't like any anime and I won't watch it is is that like they don't like reading subtitles. The fact that sometimes the voices are dubbed kind of makes their brain hurt and like or, or, or something like that, because like. I don't think the dubbed voices are necessarily the bad part. I think it's the fact that so many of the voices are dubbed badly. badly. Oh yeah, of course, of course. They I'm just read saying... they read the lines with like the wrong cadence of conversation <laughs> uh-huh. because yes. it's just things that get lost in translation, and it's very distracting and it takes you out of the show. Yep, absolutely, absolutely, But but at the same time, like anime itself covers a wide fucking range of of genre 
and and whatever just like i mean just like it'd be like i don't like cartoons it's like okay well have you seen fucking rick and morty have you seen like i don't fucking know any of the serious ass bojack horseman bojack yeah bojack bojack horseman that is the best animated show out right now is bojack mm -hmm, horseman mm -hmm. yeah man it looks stupid it took me the longest time to actually click on an episode but it was 100 percent worth it you're in for the long haul yeah you're you're absolutely yeah what what what, like if you haven't done it or you've only watched like the first few episodes stick out the first season and then you'll realize what the show's actually doing. Yep. And yep. <laughs> y- you'll be hooked. It's mm-hmm. it's amazing. Anyway. Anyway, football. Football. So we missed a bunch of shit. Mm-hmm. Just just all the shit happened. And mm-hmm. just like all the free agents. Everybody's had their takes. Everybody's done stuff. We might as well just start with the biggest, most important news of all. And that's Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <sighs> I gotta say, when the when the season started or when the season ended and it became clear that Kirk Cousins was not going to be a Redskin, that the Redskins were not gonna resign him, mm-hmm. that they decided that, well, I guess we really fucked that up too badly. Let's go with Alex Smith, because that's a better idea. I didn't think the Vikings would end up the team that got Kirk Cousins. Because they, I they genuinely had didn't even think the the Vikings would even end up in the conversation, really. When I first heard the Vikings' name floated, I'm just like, well, yeah, it's because the Vikings aren't really sure where they have their quarterback situation. Mm -hmm. I never in my life thought they would jettison all three of their quarterbacks from last season and then just pay Kirk Cousins all the money. That That was a genuine shock to me. I was fully predicting that the Vikings would let Teddy Bridgewater go Yeah, he would go to like the Browns or the Jets Mm -hmm. and do nothing for the rest of his career. Yeah, I was expecting them to try and keep Sam Bradford as the backup and roll with Case Keenum. That's what I was expecting. I was expecting them to stick with Case Keenum and have a open competition between him and Bradford Mm -hmm. and both of them would end up regressing and the Vikings would suck next year. Now I have no idea what to expect. I man, I, I'm gonna disagree with you. I I have always been, uh, like a Kirk Cousins. I wouldn't say hater, but he does not deserve the money that he gets, and he is not he is not an upgrade in any real way from Case Keenum. He's not. He's just not. You slot him in to that offense, the team will look. Very similar next year, if not exactly the same. Case Keenum down the stretch played fucking out of his mind. And there's no reason to believe, like, this is what we were saying in in the playoffs. Like, oh, Case Keenum, like, waiting for him to fuck up. And he never did. Even when I the mean, Vikings he didn't exactly lost. have a great game against the uh, Eagles. No, no, but, like, the Eagles' defense is is fucking monstrous. And he didn't really have a bad game either. Like, he protected the ball well enough. I mean, it's not like he's making dumb mistakes and, like, throwing interceptions left and right like Kirk Cousins is known to do sometimes. He's not that big of an upgrade over Case Keenum. I think the biggest question is is Case Keenum has essentially two-thirds of a good season under his belt 
And then yeah. just a lot of question marks after yeah. that. Whereas Kirk Cousins, for at least the past two years minimum, has played at a high enough level to warrant at least a fair amount of money. Like that, that's just true. the case no, that's that true. he was available at all was probably the reason he got paid because you never have quarterbacks of Kirk Cousins caliber depend even mm-hmm. if you don't have like the highest opinion of Kirk Cousins quarterbacks of his level rarely hit the open market that's so, true that's true i mean i mean if they do it's because they're injured and old uh-huh. like and Kirk Cousins is basically in the middle of his prime mm-hmm. healthy has all the snaps seem does not have off the field trouble seems like a genuinely great guy this like the last time a quarterback of this caliber was a free agent was, I guess, Peyton Manning. I was going to say Peyton Manning to the Broncos, right? Peyton Manning to the Broncos. And before that, probably Drew Brees. Yeah. Like, like Kirk Cousins was a big deal. And I do think he's an upgrade over Case, but I don't think he's that big an upgrade. I think he'll play probably about the same level at his best that Case did last year. But... I think the Vikings are getting a little bit more of a sure thing, uh-huh. I guess. I have no idea because the Vikings also lost Pat Shermer to right. the Giants for right. head coach. And I think Pat Shermer deserves a lot of credit for what he was able to get out of Case Keenum. Pat Shermer has gotten good stuff out of quarterbacks everywhere he's gone. Uh, so I, I don't know. I think the funniest thing that could possibly happen right now is Kirk Cousins sucks. Yeah, and the other three quarterbacks <laughs> have stellar seasons. I, I like if if you are if you hate the Vikings, if you just love chaos, chaos. that's what you want to root for. You want all three other quarterbacks wherever they went. Case Keenum went to what the Broncos? Is that where he ended up? Case Case Keenum, yeah, I think he's on the Broncos. All right, so Case went to the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater did go went to, to the, the Jets. Jets. And um, Sam Bradford went to the Cardinals, so yeah. he will be dead by week four in traditional cardinals fashion uh-huh. like he's he's picking up the carson palmer torch right now well, you like, don't hey, i guys, mean that's the thing like, here's a it's, great win it's also sam fucking bradford right don't do that don't do that this is not a match that pretends very well for health is there anyone in nfl history who has made more unearned money than sam bradford brock osweiler See, I, I don't know. Brock Osweiler like, got the one big contract that was stupid. D- d- Sam Bradford no. keeps getting big contracts. He got the last great contract because on the before rookie wage scale stuff by the Rams. Oh, right. And then, yeah. And yeah, then he went that. to Philly and mm-hmm. got mad paid again. And mm-hmm. then they they traded him to the Vikings. And now he got paid again by the Cardinals. Like, Sam Bradford keeps getting paid mad money for, like, three full seasons if you add all of his healthy games together at this point. Well, but Brock Osweiler got paid—wasn't the thing with Brock Osweiler that he got paid, like, guaranteed money from, like, three different teams in one season or something because of, like, trades? I think it was funny because he he got traded—he got the massive contract from the Texans, so he was getting paid from the Texans— And then he went to the Browns, so, he, like, I don't know, did the Browns end up changing it, or did he no, receive the Browns money from had the Browns? No, the Browns had to pay the rest of his contract after he went to the Broncos. 
And then right? he went back to the Broncos. And then and then he I, went back I, to the Broncos. Yeah. But the one thing about Brock Osweiler is essentially he was coming off a Super Bowl win. That's in a that season. Is pretty true. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. like, like we make fun of Brock Osweiler a lot, but that season when he filled in for Peyton Manning, like he wasn't that bad. No, he, he was, was. No, he was. He was what you need out of a backup in yeah. that season. He won several games to keep them in contention. He wasn't stellar, but he wasn't god awful, and he won a Super Bowl, so mm-hmm. he was going to get overpaid. What mm-hmm. has Sam Bradford won? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I I, I think that it, it'll be really – I think the thing that you root for if you really want chaos is Sam Bradford to put together a healthy season and the Jets to look really good. I think that's like – that would fucking – that would fuck me up personally. Like I would not ha- have no idea what the hell to do. I mean the, the, Jets, the Jets are fucked because as we saw this week, they traded everything they had yep. to move up to number three. Yep. To presumably draft, uh, I'm just going to assume, um, Baker Mayfield. Oh, God. Because, <laughs> y- you know, they're not going to pick the right one. Well, uh, so, okay, why don't we go, if we're going to talk about the draft, why don't we go there? Uh, I do not believe, I, I, I believe in two quarterbacks in this draft to not be complete busts. And that is uh, Josh Rosen and uh, Lamar Jackson. Those are the two quarterbacks in this draft who will not turn out to be massive disappointments. And I have, I feel like I've said that on the podcast before. I feel like maybe I feel like the best quarterback in the draft is gonna be Lamar Jackson because he's the most athletic. He has a hell of an arm, and like if you look at the tape and his statistics in terms of you know, the amount of times that he turns the ball over as opposed to, say, a Sam Darnold who actually, like, had people around him for his senior year, like, had a whole team. People, like, people don't realize or don't want to realize that Lamar Jackson was pretty much playing one on, like, one on 11 football, right? Like, it was not fair. He was the only person on that Louisville team to have any sort of talent or skill at all. And in like due to due to the prejudices of like Todd McShay types and people in the NFL, like towards athletic quarterbacks who can run and do everything. And also, oh, by the way, they're black. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I would just rather man if you pick if you pick any quarterback this draft over Saquon Barkley I just think you're you're so stupid honestly uh I don't know I I did this on Twitter earlier today but mm-hmm. I I'm judging the player I don't I don't follow college ball I don't follow the statistics I don't follow their careers or anything I don't know jack shit about any of these quarterbacks so I'm judging them purely on how I feel their name would sound being announced on television (laughs) by people and I'm trying to picture like a Jim Nance saying uh Rosen steps back and I feel like that just sounds clunky so that's why I'm convinced he's a bust 
Okay. I'm convinced Josh right. Rosen is a bust because I don't feel like that's a good quarterback name. Neither is Darnold, I, I will say. Mayfield is a Darnold, good quarterback Darnold name. sounds Bradford-y to me. I don't know, like, man. Darnold like, to me I, sounds I, like I'm, a line I'm not name. opposed to Darnold. Darnold, when I hear the name Sam Darnold, I think mm-hmm. Andy Dalton. Uh-uh, man. I, th- I, I don't know. I, I, I think he's going to be passable as a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Never be I agree. Great. I agree with that. I mean, I don't think he's going to be bad. I think he's going to be a disappointment in that, you know, people are losing their shit over over the quarterbacks in this in this draft class, which, like, this quarterback Baker draft Mayfield's going to be good. a bust because his name is Baker. Yep. Baker. <laughs> like, like, Baker is, like, it belongs up there with, like, Chad... And Bryce as like the the oh, the man. douchey frat bro white guy name. Yeah, I'm Baker. I can't wait till he throws twelve picks and I call them Baker's dozen. I, I that's awesome. I'm good. I yeah, I have it. that tweet like queued you up. Queued I'm just up gonna in your draft. Have it happen. It's gonna be great. Uh, I'll 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 draft up the Baker's Baker's dozen one then for his thirteenth. And the thing I have with Lamar Jackson is I think he's gonna be a Deshaun Watson situation mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i also think he's gonna be hurt immediately and then never be good again it it sucks right be- well I, so here's he here's sounds the thing. like lamar jackson sounds like a running back to me it I, doesn't sound like a quarterback name fair fair i i think jackson that- jackson is a is a running back name it is it's not a quarterback name i think that uh well, to to be fair, there have been a lot of like if you think of famous football players with the last name Jackson, yeah, they mostly are at running back. Um, but at the same time, I think that oddly, this might be a best case scenario for Lamar Jackson's career that like that that he is facing this prejudice, right? Because like if he drops to the middle of the first round or even late in the first round. Yeah. His first NFL salary isn't going to be that big, but he's going to be on a better team and on a team with a better offensive line that can block for him. So like, it's like, it's like the curse of you want to be like the guy who gets the top, but at the same time, career wise, it probably better for you to get picked like, in the mid first. Yeah, yeah. Unless absolutely. that team is horribly reaching to get you mm-hmm. like oh, let's say the Bills drafting EJ Manuel yeah. at like sixteen. Like, yes. That's the kind of shit. Well, yeah, and that and that's the thing. Like that kind that kind of shit does end up setting the tone for the rest of your career because EJ Manuel was a fine quarterback in college and when he like after like years after the Bills kind of did him dirty and kind of put him right into the fucking fire, he was p- passable-ish as a backup, right? So like I I feel like where you get drafted really does kind of set the tone, and what the team does with you kind of sets the tone, which is why, mm, God, I I is this sentence is gonna be weird coming out of my mouth. But which is why I think the Browns did something really, really smart. No matter who they get at, you know, whether they do what what people think they're going to do. News broke today that the Browns are like apparently a lock to take Darnold with the number one overall spot. uh, And they're just going to stash him. Uh, Which I think is smart. I think that's super smart. Um, See, here's... 
Here, here's the thing. I want to introduce a new segment this week. Mm-hmm. So this is the Draw Play podcast, and for the most part, me and Sam agree on things. Uh-huh. We're we're generally we're friends. We agree on things. We have similar opinions. It's kind of what makes our little back and forth work so well. Yeah. But we don't always agree, and because this is the Draw Play podcast and it's my <laughs> podcast, Not it mine. means when we disagree, uh-huh. Sam is wrong. Yeah. Okay. And this is a situation where I completely disagree with you. I don't think the Browns did anything smart. You're, no, no. You you can't, you can't give me the fact that it, it is, it is smart to have a starting caliber quarterback on your team. And then with, in this draft class, with your number one pick, if you are going to take a quarterback, which I agree, that's not smart, right? I would take Saquon Barkley with the number one overall pick because he is probably one of the best athletes to come out of the draft in decades. Uh, I, if you are going to take a quarterback, I feel like this is the way to do it. To have Tyrod Taylor on your team announce that he is going to be starting and and if you're going to pick Darnold, who I do not right. believe in... Problem number him, one. Right? Problem number one counter-argument. Yes. Tyrod Taylor being announced as the starter from Hugh Jackson means about as much as the last dump I took. That's fair. That is. A, that, Remember yeah, when Deshaun Kaiser was the guy and they oh, were sticking God. with him? Oh, and, God. Um, and then he was benched, like, the very next week in, like, the second quarter, taunting his development. God bless Deshaun Kaiser. Thank God you're out of there. Yeah, like, yeah, really. This is better for you. Yo, but, yo, can yes. I, just as a quick sidebar, I'm sorry. Like, if there's anything that can – I feel pity and, like, I feel empathy for Deshaun Kaiser, and he played for fucking Notre Dame. And the fact that he is able to garner sympathy after playing from Notre Dame should tell you something. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. That's that's my number one point mm-hmm. that you're just wrong. Like okay, again, I've said this many times on the comic and on here. The Browns do not deserve the benefit of the doubt until proven otherwise. They Every move don't. they make is stupid and bad until it isn't. This is not. Oh, this could be good. Mm-hmm. This is. Oh, they're stupid until it's not stupid. Yeah. Yeah. When the when they got Tyrod Taylor, the only thing I could think of was, well, Tyrod Taylor sucks, and now we'll never know if he, <laughs> if actually, he actually was sucks good. Or not. Yeah, yeah. Because Sam, me and Sam, are slightly different on Tyrod Taylor in the same way he thinks Kirk Cousins is worse than I think Kirk Cousins is. I think Tyrod Taylor is worse than Sam mm-hmm. thinks he is. I don't think it's I, by all that much, right? No. But, but yeah. I'm I'm not high on Tyrod Taylor. Mm-hmm. I think he's a perpetual journeyman who's sure. never really going to elevate a team. He's just going to be there. He'll be okay mm-hmm. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he'll just be garbage. He's, he's, he's not going to... He has to be surrounded by a stellar supporting cast to really make a big difference. And I he's he's not going to elevate a team. That's so him being on the Browns isn't going to help because all he has now is Jarvis Landry and I, I uh-huh. guess Josh Gordon uh-huh. who 
Who knows? Josh Gordon is constantly a question mark because who knows what's going to happen with that dude. And then Jarvis Landry, that's a good pickup by the Browns. I'll give them that. Well, but here's here's the other thing, man. If you're you're starting from that kind of perspective of like a good pickup, like the Browns made good pickups last year, right? I, I, I remember being excited when they picked up Terrell Pryor and like thinking, oh man, look at all this potential for gadget plays and and stuff and like ah oh, it's gonna be so cool but it is hard okay so so let me put put this out there it is hard for me not to get kind of excited about the browns uh given the fact that they just kind of went ape shit in free agency and still in doing so had the number one and number four picks in this draft right like that on the face of it made it hard sam. for me not to get excited but sam. but sam yes sam just to further prove my point about the Browns not being the best thing ever mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. you just said that they picked up Terrell Pryor last year. Mm-hmm. That was actually the year before last year he was, was a Redskin. It? Oh, my God. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he was a Redskin, and now he's shit. He just signed somewhere else like today or yesterday. I can't remember. But, wow, yeah, no, you're right. Damn. <laughs> uh but yeah, so so that's the thing. Like all of these roster moves that are like, oh, they they're doing this, they're doing that, they're building their D line, or they're they're trying to get a receiving core, whatever they try and do in the off season. If you come to it from the come to it from the perspective of this is a team that's won like two games in the past three years. Yeah, I mean, I I, I will agree with you that they do not ever deserve the benefit of the doubt, right? I, I will not, I, like, I remember thinking that, oh, yeah, man, after all these moves, the Browns are going to be an eight-win team. And I'm just, like, looking back on myself, like, really? Have you not learned? You, you fucking, you bought Sonic 06, Sam. You know how this goes. You know, you know, you know that they are preying on your optimism. Do not let them. So yeah, I, I I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I also though see how this this could work, right? And I want it to. I do. I want the Browns to be a sneaky good team. It's just I can't. I, I it is a trap to think they will be. I guess. Never, never trust the Browns. Nope. Just don't do it. No. Don't, don't do it. Speaking- Browns are not good. The Tyrod Taylor's career is over. And um, honestly, kind of wonder about Jarvis Landry a little bit. Yeah. Because, I mean, why would the Dolphins get rid of him? Someone in this situation is... We need more information well, on someone are, in this situation. The Either Dolphins the Dolphins... are getting rid of everyone, right? The, the, the Dol- Dolphins why, are getting, though? Like, I have no idea. I have no fucking idea. Jarvis, like, like Sue, like Sue's real good, and I would try to hold on to him. But I can understand if maybe he he would want too much money. Mm-hmm. But and he's also on the wrong side of thirty. I think he's thirty three. Yeah, yep. Jarvis Landry is young, one of the best young receivers in the game. That's the kind of player you keep around. Yeah. You don't. He's the number one target. Yeah. What the fuck are the Dolphins doing? And the- they replaced him with Danny Amendola. The, well, so oh, actually, I take it back. The Dolphins are fine. <laughs> the 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 rumor going around is that the Dolphins are trying to do some bastardized version of the Patriot way, 
and like have everyone like buy into their system and you know since sue doesn't play the game the right way and disrespects authority he was out and jarvis landry there was like some issues about him missing like optional workouts or being late to something last year like he missed i feel like he like missed a team bus or something and people were pointing to that as like oh he's not bought in he's not a team player gotta get rid of him and like that that's kind of well i'm i'm glad he missed the bus because you need to be missing buses on the browns but because who jackson's gonna try and throw you under them yeah there you go <laughs> he's got he's got experience now that's why they picked so him up. So this time when Hugh Jackson's going to be like, oh, this is Jarvis's fault. Jarvis will be like, whoop, no, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. He'll dodge that bus. It'll nice. be just fine. Very good. I, I want to loop back to the draft real quick because I <laughs> – maybe this might not be a new thing, but did you know that, like, the NFL draft is – like, the rights to the NFL draft are split – like Between the Fox and ABC right now. Yeah, Isn't yeah. It? I had no idea. It's like if you want to watch the late rounds of the draft, if you like, if you're a fan of like a, a, a not football powerhouse school and like looking to see if you're got, you have to fucking change the channel after round three is done. I that that's fucking wild to me. I had no idea. Yeah, it's pretty trash. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to like share my confusion with the world real quick. Yeah. So I I want to talk about probably the most important news that uh broke out this mm-hmm. past week mm-hmm. and that is um a player on the Bills named Zay Jones. I was wondering if this is a be- <laughs> this is exactly where I was going to go to. Yes, please, 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 please. was arrested naked mm-hmm. bloody after a meltdown. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I want to I lead this off real quick by saying, uh, as of last night, um, or rather, as of, I believe, today, yeah, Zay, Zay Jones is with his brother and his mom and, like, gonna, gonna be okay, per his brother, Robert Jones, who's, who's another uh, NFL player. So, like, hopefully, mentally, he is okay in the meantime of a, a very funny story say jones just naked arrested apparently shouting i'm a fight for jesus uh-huh on a on a 30 like on a 30 story balcony mm-hmm. they That's... um there is video I... there is video of this you can see zay jones whole butt situation his whole zone if you will and could uh, you see anything on the front I I did not watch the video. Um, I I really should have watched the video. I did not, but I know that the thumbnail is is his his rear is his rear guard, if if you will. Uh, the the police they found him. I mean, so uh, Zay Jones was with his brother at this uh, hotel or whatever, um, and his brother called the police to try and like help his brother out, help Zay out. Uh, they found him after, like, he apparently tussled with the police a little bit, like, busted out of the hotel, 
kicked through while naked mind you kicked through a plate glass window like with his bare foot that's why he was bloody the police found their pictures of this fucking shattered glass window like with blood all over it i'm just like this is fucking horrifying this is like the weirdest fucking shit and i'm like maybe it's mostly because like i've seen die hard recently and like barefoot and broken glass to me i those those phrases belong about a paragraph distance apart from each other and you know having them in the same picture not not my jam um i just goddamn zay jones goddamn the buffalo bills that that's what fucking living in in the north where it snows every day and everything is gray all the time cabin fever man Mm, cabin fever would you want to see the front of him if he was naked yeah i mean sure why are you curious yeah i'm curious why the hell not what do you want to see i want to see so i want to see instead of his whole whole zone um a dance like michigan j frog just like an animated Michigan J Frog going, "Hello, my honey. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime gal." Uh, all right, I, all right. So here's the thing. I was trying to lead in, and Sam wasn't biting because he doesn't know what I was trying to do there. No, I'm sorry. I have, I'm sorry. I have started a list that needs more entries at the moment because I've forgotten most of them already. But Sam doesn't like the word penis. Oh yeah, yeah. He does. He doesn't say the word penis. Nope. He says a lot of things that sound kind of like penis, mm-hmm. but he never says penis. Yes. So I just have this like a like like a few few words. Uh, Bepis. Bepis. Yeah, it's a classic. Uh, dongle. I remember you saying dongle. Mm-hmm. And um, the third one I have is Trevor Simeon. Trevor Simeon. Hey, congratulations! He got out of the Broncos, and his career is probably over too. Oh well. We'll He's see. backing up Kirk Cousins now. Yep, yep. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Whoops, a doodle. So we're gonna have to keep adding to that list. Yeah, you can add. You can probably add Michigan. You can probably add Michigan J Frog to that, and and possibly Pizone to it. You know as well. Pizone. You know what that reminds me of? Pizza. Mm-hmm. You know what news we didn't get to talk no, about oh yet? Oh my god, please. Just, oh please. It makes me so the happy. The NFL is no longer friends with Papa John's. Their friendship has been ended, <laughs> and they are now best friends with Pizza Hut. Uh-huh. Sam, what are your thoughts on this incredible shakeup? It, 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 it was so long coming. Oh my fucking god. It, like... First of all, first of all, of the big three, and I think we disagree on this. I think you put Pizza Hut below Papa John's. I feel like we had a a short conversation about this. But Papa John's pizza to me is just fucking intolerable. The only reason that I used to like to order it as a kid was because I would eat those little pepperoncini peppers and I would just douse a whole fucking thing in that tub of garlic butter that they give you. Because otherwise, if you eat it just raw the cheese is too thick it tastes like rubber and the sauce is like sickly sweet and cloying in a way and it's just fucking it is a wrong pizza 
Pizza Hut, better ingredients, or Papa John's, better ingredients, wrong pizza. Fuck you, Papa John's. So, I, yes, I, we do we do disagree on this. Mm-hmm. And I do want to preface this by saying, like, it, this trash pizza, which is what this is. It's, yeah. it's trash oh, yeah. chain pizza. All yeah. of it, It's all trash pizza. But it does kind of vary pretty heavily on your local franchise. That's super if, true, too. Yeah, I've had Papa John's that has been some of the worst food I've ever had. And I've had Papa John's that's actually been pretty damn good. It's it's all just, it depends on the one you're closest to. That's what it is. But It's odd. I feel like Domino's doesn't ex- really have that problem. I feel like Domino's is much more, no matter where you go, a Domino's pizza kind of tastes the same. I think they're a little bit more consistent on how they're run, especially since they did like their sort of overhaul just like oh yeah like, like everyone said our pizza sucks years ago, we gotta yeah. we gotta do like a brand shakeup that changes our image and since then i think they've been pretty good the dominoes that we had near our old place before we stopped going to them and started going to a local pizza joint like you know good people mm-hmm. they're they that dominoes was pretty good it was it was pretty solid stuff and i grew up as a dominoes kid like that was that was the domino. That was my pizza growing up. With just the suburbs, just we had Domino's. They got Domino's, and then one day they kind of forgot to put our order in. We didn't get our pizza for over an hour, and my dad said, "That's it. We're not ordering from Domino's again." And then we went to Papa John's for a little bit, and then we skipped around to other local pizza joints. But eventually, we came back to Domino's. So Domino's was my thing as a kid, mm-hmm. and I've told this story on the podcast before, but. I celebrated getting into college with a trip to Pizza Hut because nothing else was open. And it was one of the saddest experiences that's supposed to be happy because Pizza Hut sucks ass. I, so I, I have only, I have lived in many places that have like Pizza Huts around, but they're always outside my delivery radius. Right. So I don't, I've never had Pizza Hut pizzas a lot. What I do know about Pizza Hut is that whenever I have had Pizza Hut pizza, whether it's like, you know, if if in college, like, there was like a study group thing and they they got pizza for us or I helped someone move and they, they ordered me a Pizza Hut pizza or whatever. Um, their pizza is fine, in my opinion, but everything else that comes with it is pretty good like pizza hut does pretty damn good pasta oddly like that's one thing i kind of noticed about pizza hut is it seemed like they were too focused on everything but the pizza yeah it's just like oh hey here's a crazy pizza but actually it's a calzone Mm -hmm. that has like cinestics crust it's it's like this bizarre gimmick stuff that you know tastes fine, but it didn't seem like it was. It's not pizza? Pa- It's not pasta hut. It's not pizzone hut. It's pizza hut. It's not like, salad I, hut. I want to. Yeah, my most of my exposure to pizza hut outside my incredibly sad college acceptance experience uh-huh. was getting the personal pan deep dish pizzas after book oh, it. Oh god, yeah, dude. I remember those. And even when I was a kid, I I would I would read those damn books 
so I could get that pizza. But even as a kid, I was like, this pizza's not that good. I'm getting it because it's free. Yeah. And my mom was willing to take me to get pizza because it's free and I got to book it. Mm -hmm. But this isn't good pizza. Mm -hmm. I just remember the crust being like too airy and spongy. I remember there not being enough sauce. I remember the cheese tasting a little weird. It wasn't good. That's fair. That's super fair. It's weird though, though. Now Domino's is doing all those ads. They're like, we don't just do pizza. Yeah, Domino's is into the gimmick shit now now too. Just like, hey, do you want a bread bowl? No, I want a fucking pizza. I want a pizza. I get a bread bowl from other places. Just give me goddamn pizza. Anyway, I am incredibly thrilled that we're no longer going to have to see Papa John's fucking ugly ass mug during commercial breaks on football. Well, oh, so that is wait, the wait, most wait. net positive here. Do I do I get to give you some more good news? This is like old good news. Uh, Papa John is fucking gone. That's true, he is. He's I been gone. About that. Yeah, he's he's fucking he's fucking out the picture. And now the stupid company is isn't <laughs> fucking... Papa left the Papa left the family, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Now the company's fatherless. It's fucking uh, fucking single now, single Mama John's. Single Mama John's pizza. Oh, look like it was supposed to be on time, but it works really hard to pay the bills. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it actually tastes a lot better. Like she's doing her best, and she loves you very much. She loves you very much, and she's she knows that Papa John loves you very much too. He just, he's been going through a you don't, hard time You don't want to, like, reconnect with Papa. Like, he, he, he left us out to dry. Like, don't, like, that guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck Papa. Don't reconnect. <laughs> don't go looking for Papa John, kids. You won't like what you find. <laughs> Just stick, just stick oh, with single mom and I'm John's pizza. I'm so happy about that. Anyway, now we get to be annoyed by Pizza Hut commercials instead. Yeah. So, yeah. Eh. Pizza Hut commercials, if I remember Pizza Hut commercials, they're incredibly nothing. Yeah, they're not, which is more than we can say for the fucking Papa John's commercials, man. Papa John's commercials were actively irritating. Yeah. Pizza Hut commercials are basically just shots of the product. Going like, mm, yes, try these amazing pizzas, and then the commercial's over. So I don't think we'll ever be really annoyed by that. Yo, that the the thing with pizza, both Pizza Hut and Domino's, the thing that they got that fucking Papa John's didn't is that what people want in a pizza commercial is shots of the pizza, shots of the one slice of the pizza doing the cheese stretch thing, and how much money you have to pay to get the pizza. Everything you put in that commercial other than that is unhelpful. Domino's kind of went a little bit out a left field when they were like, okay, so here's how much the pizza is. Here's a picture of the pizza. Here's the sodas and the breadsticks that you can get with the pizza. Also, here's the app that you can use to track when the pizza is getting there. I feel like Which, that works. I love that app, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's is, really is good. Great. It's that, really that is good. That is a A-plus app. And it, it works because it helps with the central thing of like, you. I want a pizza. Give me all of the information I need to like. Here's here's the pizza. How close the pizza is yes, to going into your mouth? Exactly. Help me facilitate the 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 travel of this pizza from its birth 
as dough parts and cheese and meats and sauces through your ovens and into my mouth and stomach. Please give me the information I need in order to facilitate that process easier and check up on it. Domino's and Pizza Hut get that. They're just like, these are our specials. Here's our food. Here's our fucking phone number. Oh, also, you can order online through the app or whatever. Papa John's never got that. Papa John's is like, hey. Papa John's was too busy coming up with, like, dumb tie-in products for, like, yeah, here's Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters gotta eat the pizza. Yeah. Or that they were too busy shoving Papa John in our face, and he's got no charisma. He's just a dumbass. Just a fucking dumbass. And... The most interesting thing he ever did was get drunk at a fucking Louisville game. It was finally interesting. It was finally interesting. I will say, Pizza Hut is kind of going down that road a little bit with that stupid fucking Pie Tops commercial. They better fucking watch it. They're on notice. But in the meantime, yes. Yes. Pizza. Trash pizza. Trash pizza is good. We, we know that it's trash pizza. We're aware. We are aware that we are putting garbage into our bodies. We don't care. We want it anyway. Make it, mm-hmm. please just make, all we want is for you to make it easier for us to put garbage into our bodies. Like better ingredients. I don't give a I shit. I don't give a shit. I am not ordering pizza because I want better ingredients. I am not calling Domino's or Papa John's or Pizza Hut. Or Little Caesars, or going to get a frozen Red Baron from Fred Meyer. That, I just want to put trash in my mouth. I don't care. They gotta understand Shut up, their Papa audience. John's. They gotta understand their fucking audience, I think. Yep. So, let's move on. Yes. Let's move on to getting angry about someone else. I don't know if you saw this, but um, in case you didn't hate Deion Sanders yet... We got we got some little news snippets for you. That uh. funny thing happened. Deion Sanders is a dumb dumb who made a tweet oh, about no. never tweet. Dude, he was he was ranking the uh, like all pro safeties and stuff like that. Okay. He was discussing like the safeties because Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, yeah, did yeah, the he, thing, yeah. But then Deion Sanders um, is then tweeted at by a uh, individual named Kevin Byard. I think that's how you pronounce it. Anyway, Kevin Byard is an all-pro safety on the Tennessee Titans. Uh-huh. Now, I can kind of understand you or me or average guy on the street not knowing a safety on the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. That's that's not a that's that's not a team most people know players on, and it's not and he hasn't been in the league real long, so he is not a superstar yet. Mm-hmm. But he's a player, and when it's your job to follow football, to keep in touch with football, and, and respect football, it's you kind of have to know those people. Especially when you've probably interacted with them at one point. Mm-hmm. So Kevin Bayard goes, "How do you not? How do you rank these uh, people and like not include first two team AP All Pro safeties at Tweet and Sanders?" Basically being like, "Yo, did you forget about me? Yeah. Come on, bro!" <laughs> and Dion Sanders is a dumbass who then says, "You're looking at writers." 
at who writers tell you the best. I know player who players and former players feel is the best. I rest my case. You continue to be a fan, and I will continue being uh, the man. Hashtag, hashtag truth. truth. He thought he was talking to a fan. The all-pro safety who was at the Pro Bowl this year and everything, he thought was a fan. And, and, less and then he told them, be a fan, I'll continue being the man. Lest you think Fuck that, Deion Sanders. I, I know a lot of like NFL uh, players on Twitter who are active on social media kind of like take a tongue-in-cheek thing in their bio and like don't really advertise that they are NFL players. Like, Kevin Bayard's bio is the official page of Kevin Bayard, pro bowler, first team AP All-Pro, MTSU alum, and, like, it's got, like, him in college, him on the Titans, with, like, all of this, like, Matrix glow and his number in the background and the logo in the background. If Deion Sanders just fucking hovered his, like, mouse... Over Kevin Bayard's name, he would know that Kevin Bayard was a was a NFL player. I like I want to like Deion Sanders in, as an analyst. I really, really do. I really do, but I can't. I I can't. He's such an egotistical dick. He, it's and it, it's it's fine to be egotistical and it's fine to be an egotistical dick, but you have to be like. I don't know, man. It's it seems bitter to me. It seems like it seems defensive in in a kind of way where whenever Trent Dilfer talks to anyone, it seems egotistical, dickish, and defensive, right? Like no Deion Sanders is so pathetically insecure and full of himself at the same time. But no and one's it's... questioning Deion Sanders' legacy. Like nobody, no. how could you and why would you? You you don't need to. There's not... the biggest key is that Deion Sanders seems absolutely incapable of laughing at himself. Like yeah. one of the thing, like I've, I think I've gone over this before, and I know I discussed it in a comic. Was I grew up hating Deion Sanders? That was mostly the Giants fan of me. He was a cowboy. He was brash. Mm-hmm. I I hated him there. After I got out of, like just giants tunnel vision and started seeing the league as a whole. I started having more respect for what Deion Sanders was doing. And just like, well, he's a brash moron, uh, but you know, it makes the game better. Like I understand his personality. Like I have a little bit more respect for what he's doing. We need players like Deion Sanders. I'm okay with this. And I got, and I became okay with primetime for a while. I'm like, yeah, primetime is his persona. You know, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. he does. Like, it's a little much for me, but I'm okay with it. And then, after a little while of that, I started realizing that he never, ever makes fun of himself. He's never the butt of the joke. He gets very defensive and serious when something criticizes him. It's pathetic. And I I lost all the respect I had kind of gained for him at that point. And at this point, I just think he's trash and needs to go away. It's just so weird because that's what the rest of, like, the analysts, every single analyst I can think of, even if you hate them, laughs at themselves. Right? Like It's part right? of the gig. When you're when you're in that position, it, like, it's part of the gig. Yeah. 
Yes, it absolutely is. He's he's really what? just like the only one that that I can think you're of. You're in a position where you're constantly being wrong. Yeah. Like, yeah, and you're, it's like, part of your job. If Everyone you're a sports you analyst, you're, you're going to be wrong. You're going to be wrong. Some people have turned that into their brand, like Skip Bayless. Yeah. And like how he and, and talks to people. When you talk football and you say things about players, you're going to say shit that's wrong. I've said shit that's wrong. You've said shit that's wrong. We've all said shit that is wrong. You just got to be like, okay, but if Deion Sanders says something that's wrong and people correct him on it, He'll get pissy, mm-hmm. and it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. It really is. I, I just that—that's the thing, man. If it was someone else, if it was like, if it was, I don't know, Matt Hasselbeck or Randy Moss or any anyone else from that squad who made that mistake, you'd think that they would kind of like take the that is a, that is an opportunity to like, oh yeah, you're a fan, I'll and I'll be the man. And then, and then, like... Well, I ain't the man. Yeah, I am... (laughs) Update. Upon further reflection, I am not the man. I am a dingus, right? And that's funny. You, like, you you take the L, right? But you... Yeah. You admit that you've kind of been a dingus, and you seem like more of a human being. Deion Sanders can't take the L. He can't even take the littlest L. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh well. Oh well. I would like to take a couple moments at the end of this podcast here. Just run, run through like a few quick notes so we could just make a little bang, bang, bang. Yeah, stuff. yeah, let's get um, through it. Uh, Joe Thomas, farewell, good yes. sir. You were one of the best. Yep. God bless you. And you actually saw my comic. You're awesome. You, I saw, you are... I saw that, and he fucking cropped it. It was so good. He, it was the Brady he Quinn cropped panel, it right? Just to ta- he tagged Brady Quinn in the tweet, and Brady Quinn liked it. So Brady Quinn and Joe Thomas have both seen the comic, and he made fun of Brady Quinn, and Brady Brady Quinn liked it. Liked it. He also retweeted it. it I he think he took the L. He yeah. took the L better than Deion Sanders. Yep. So A plus for you, Brady Quinn. A plus for you, Joe Thomas. You guys are own. Uh, Richard Sherman is now 49er. Uh, just the irony of that is hilarious mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the ravens are complete and total bitches because of what they did to ryan grant Um yeah they're just like oh hey look we're gonna hire you oh wait someone else available never mind you failed your physical bye no it's don't run your Fuck. business that way people don't want to play for you it was you so transparently shitty yeah it was it was so transparently shitty fuck you ravens mm-hmm. fuck you also um this isn't football, but I have a quick rant. Do and it. And this is this week's Dave Gets Mad. And Dave ah, it's gets a new mad one. It's usually Sam Gets Mad. No, that's Make oh, Sam Mad. Oh, Make Sam Mad. mad. I'm this sorry. Is, yes. This, yeah, this right, is right, right. essentially This Week in Fuck You. And This sure, Week yeah, in yeah, Fuck yeah, You, since go. I didn't really get to say it last week because when it would have been slightly more prevalent, uh-huh. is um, fuck your bracket. No one gives a fuck fuck uh-huh. about your bracket yeah the only people that care about your bracket the only people that you should talk about your bracket to are people that are deliberately in your league in your pool because those are the people who are directly affected by your bracket mm-hmm. and those that's a frank if you go on twitter you'll be like oh the team lost there goes my bracket you know who cares nobody nobody 
Nobody cares. If you go up to people who aren't in your pool and you're like, oh, I had uh, Xavier winning the championship. Oh, my, my bracket's fucked. You know what that person thinks? That person thinks, who gives a shit? Um, leave me alone. I'm trying to poop and you're busting into my stall. <laughs> Fuck your bracket. This is the like the worst couple of weeks on Twitter. It really is ways. on sports Twitter for sure. Because after every single game, there's at least a small slew of people who are like, my bracket. The, the, the really shitty thing for me, and I don't even like college basketball that much, but I'll watch during March Madness. The shitty thing for me is everyone that's complaining about their bracket being busted or like, oh man, shit, that sucks. Oh, I had them going all the way. Like... When you're talking about that, at least in terms of the historic upsets that we've seen this year, you are ruining, you are making the historic upset be about your fucking $10 pool and not this amazing, cool sports thing that's happening right in front of you. And you are ruining it for everyone else by making them annoyed at you when they should be being like, holy shit. This is fucking chaos. This is dope as hell. Maybe Duke won't win, right? Like, yeah, that's that's the best part. Chaos is the probably the best part about March Madness. It's called. It's not called like March structure. Yeah, it's right. March yes. madness. Because because shit and like the this madness happens. is great. Like I I I have I'm in two pools, both for the office, and they were both mm-hmm. like free. So I'm like, yeah, why the fuck not? I'll I'll fill them out. I don't know anything about college basketball. I'm probably just gonna pick the higher numbers. And I had umbc losing like pretty much everyone yeah, did yeah. but when they started winning i wasn't like but my bracket uh-huh, uh-huh. i lose points i was thinking this is great holy shit if this happens it's the first time ever this is history oh my god were you even aware umbc existed before this tournament nope and i'm from <laughs> maryland see i was aware of umbc I almost went there. Ah. UMBC was located about 10 minutes up the road from my high school. Okay. And it was pretty okay. It was like a lesser version of the University of Maryland. Mm-hmm. And it like the tuition would have been cheaper. And I applied there. Um, the program wasn't quite as good because they weren't like my first choice for animation. The program wasn't quite as good. And... I got accepted into RIT basically the week after I submitted my application. So I pulled my application. I probably would have just judging from like the requirements and everything. I probably would have gotten in there, but like that's my UMBC story. I, I visited the campus once it was nearby and I almost went there. And even though I didn't go there, I did have a sense of pride mm-hmm. watching them take down Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. Go Maryland. Go Maryland. Boo Virginia. No, that's not true. Virginia is fine. Also, the fact that they're the retrievers is just so very good. Just I, good boys. I did not just, I did not know boys. that there was a team called the Retrievers, and yes, they are all very, very, very good boys. I am very happy for them. So yes. Fuck your bracket. Also, um mock drafts are stupid bullshit. No one cares. I can't I can't believe I 
keep getting mad about Todd McShay's fucking mock draft every single year. And it's always Todd McShay because he's a fucking dingus. I like, I don't, I don't know why I allow myself to keep getting mock mad drafts are dumb. It, they're, they're just as dumb as power rankings because ultimately it doesn't really mean anything. It's just like, well, it's, it's a what if game. It's just like, well, what if this team takes this? Mm-hmm. Well, then this player could go here. What? They would never take that player. Oh, that's so, no, it, it it's it's irrelevant. We can't like factor in trades, like draft day trades. It's it's a pointless exercise in worthlessness. Do not pay attention to draft grades. The only thing you should be paying attention to is player scouting reports and who fits what team. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what's important. Mm-hmm. Fuck fuck your mock drafts. Don't pay attention to mock drafts. Don't get angry about mock drafts. Don't do it. If if if. Mel Kuyper goes, oh, Saquon Barkley's actually going to fall to number five. Don't get mad because it doesn't matter. Change, change it, the it channel, take deep breaths. It doesn't fucking matter. Watch the Food Network. If, if, if you get mad about that, you're, you're dumb. You're wasting energy on something that you shouldn't be wasting energy on. Find something more productive to waste your energy on. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Maybe turn on anime. There you go. There you go. Yell, yell. It'll be dumb. It'll rot your brain, but mm-hmm. it will probably be, uh, it'll make you less mad. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe. Maybe. Ma- it might make you less mad. Maybe, maybe until, you know, until but at least your it'll one be true new pairing doesn't, instead doesn't come of together. Different. Yes. Yeah. It will be a new experience. Sam. Yes. It was lovely to have everything get back on track this week. Yeah. And we, I assume we'll be going back into normal week by week schedules after this so i yes we apologize for the two week off but you know sometimes things just get a little hectic Mm -hmm. a little stressful and you just gotta like peel back and be like all right take a day off yes absolutely um you can follow me if you want to keep in touch with all my goings on at sam grisesses on twitter s-a-m-g-r-e-s-e-e-s-e-s-e-s and on Instagram and uh, Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs, where I stream Vitrograms every Wednesday night. Dave, I'm Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Facebook at the Drawplay Comic. You can find me on Patreon at Drawplay Dave. And I would love to send a thank you and a shout out to all the patrons who help make this possible. Your support is what makes us talk about anime and bullshit for an hour. And I would love to thank the listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. Thank you for your concern where we were gone for two weeks. It's it's very much appreciated, and it's nice to know that people listen to us ramble on about completely pointless, dumb crap, and it makes their day better because that makes our days better. So thank you very much for that. And, of course, you can find me on thedrawplay.com. Thank you for listening. We'll get back to everything normally next week.